Welcome to the Profitable Farmer Podcast, where it's all about increasing the profitability of your farm by working smarter, not harder. And now your host, business expert, Andrew Roberts. Welcome to this podcast. Uh, it's Andrew here, your host, and um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to sharing and talking more about this topic around setting the vision and, and the importance of having a resource in your business that owns this, that, that is skilled up in this area around setting a vision and why it's so important and why I believe it's fundamental if you want to become a top producer. Um, and I wanted to make the point that this this is a learned skill. This is certainly something that you can you can study and learn and and become better at, as is leadership. It's I don't believe you need to be necessarily born with these skills. I think when you understand them um, you can you can educate yourself and learn more about these skills and put them in place. But I but I have absolutely no doubt that learning these skills that I'll, we'll talk about in today's podcast will help you profit more, um, help you run a much better business, help you free up a lot more time, help you um, con- contribute so much more to your your economy, to the to your local area, your community. So um, it's a it's a great topic now. Just a bit, bit more on, on the back, my background, and why I feel I'm in a place to share some of these lessons. Um, again, I've, I've been very privileged. Twenty years of mentoring business owners, and on that journey, I've been ble- again just privileged to have worked with a number of highly successful companies, uh, many multi, multi million dollar companies. Um, for example company that I'm still working with is, is Morton Co. Many many of you would, would know or have heard of Morton Co. They're one of Australia's largest feedlotting companies in the ag space. Um, multi, hundreds of millions of dollars of, of turnover per year, a big team, 200 or more team members run by a guy called Charlie Mort um, and very much owns what I'm going to be talking about today when it comes to setting visions, etc. And, and the other guy that I'm going to refer to a little bit today is a guy called Krill Price. Um, Krill ran a company and built it up, sold it for $110 million. And Krill sold his company and I met Krill and learned from Krill. Krill, after selling his company, he became Richard Branson's um, teacher at his at Richard Branson's School for Entrepreneurs. And I was very lucky to have studied under Krill. Krill has been an amazing influence on me. And at the same time, I'd sold my company. I had a business in Sydney and I, I'd, I'd sold it. Um, I sold out of it. And Krill and I went into business together for 12 months. We ran a company called Accelerate Global. And um, it was all about coaching and, and helping other businesses uh, scale up their companies. And I was just very lucky to have learnt so much about vision from a guy like Krill. And I just got so many takeaways in that year. Um, that I worked with Creel that I was going to also pass on to you in this podcast, uh, which I think will be very valuable for you. But again, uh, I am still a student in this area. There's still so much more that I could learn in this, and I'm constantly learning about what 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 I can do and 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 what we can do to help our farmers. 
um, learn more about setting vision and 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 why it's so important, how to go about it, and also uh, the traits that I think you you need to skill up on to become very successful in business. So we're going to dive into it, and I'm splitting this into really two components. Uh, I wanted to talk about the personality traits that I believe are needed to run a top producing farm, a top producing business. And the second component is I'm going to talk about what I think are the roles of the visionary, um, the skills, if you like, that, that are necessary for this particular person or people within your organization. And I will link it back to some specific farming examples to keep it really relevant for you. And again, Remember, I'm, I'm bringing a lot of information to farmers uh, outside of farming. I, I think it's great learning from, from successful business owners um, that I can uh, tap into and, and bring to you and, and take it or leave it. Some people may find that um, you're unable to apply some of this information, and, and that's okay. But, but many of you that, that are on that, if you like, that journey to become a top producer, uh, I know you'll get, you'll get a lot of value out of this. So... Looking at the overview of the personality traits that I think you need to run a world-class business, and many of you will be listening to this, um, but I want you to, if if you're sitting down and you're listening to this, look, I'd advocate writing this down. Uh, I will put a copy of this on our website underneath this podcast post, but if you like, I want you to split a page into four quadrants, four legal sides, squares. And I want you to mark, if you can think about the, if you mark the top quadrant above it all, um, big picture, and then right down the bottom, we've got tiny detail. By the way, this was taught to me from Creel Price, what I'm about to teach to you, and it just makes a lot of sense to understand all the different traits that you, you need to run a great business. So you've got big picture, we've got tiny detail. And on the right-hand side is right brain, and on the left-hand side, we've got left brain. You want to put those headings outside the box, by the way. So let's just break this down and let's just look at big picture, right brain. And really, this is definitely visionary, right? And, you know, of course, um, we need someone that's going to set the direction of the business. So within this right brain, big picture box, we need the strategizers, the visionaries, the person that's going to inspire others and the innovators, Okay, so, so again, if, if you were to split that again into four smaller quadrants in that top right-hand box, we've got the big picture right brain. We need the people that, that are great at strategy, the people that can create the vision. They inspire others and they innovate. They, they're good with creativity, coming up with new ideas. And this is all about imagination. Um, uh, it's something that I've learned very much about myself over the years. I'm, I'm actually more of a right brain thinker than a left brain thinker. Right brain is... People that just love coming up with ideas and love can see the future really, really, or, or create a vision really, really easily. Um, left brain thinkers are more um, task oriented, uh, logical thinking. And again, it's very necessary to have the, the left brain thinkers in an organization as well. But uh, I do believe that we need, we need a combination of both. So if we're going to go to the top left-hand quadrant for a moment, we've got the big picture, left brain thinking. This is the skills of execution, the skills of planning, the skills of systemizing, and the skills of delegation. These are all the leadership skills that are really fundamental to running a business. Of course, 
There's no point having a vision if, if you don't have someone that can't take that vision, that, that big goal, and turn it into a plan and then execute it to make it actually happen. Uh, of course, we need clear systems in place. We'll do a podcast on systems very soon, I'll teach you how to, how to put systems in place. But great leaders are always thinking, how can I put a system in place? And then how do I delegate to a team member to implement that system to allow the vision to fulfill. So really, really important. Now we're going to go down into the bottom right-hand quadrant. So this is now more tiny detail. So right brain, tiny detail. This is staff management. Um, Krill had in his sales management, not as applicable in farming, but definitely applicable for farmers that are selling directly. So staff management, sales management, communication skills, negotiation skills. And these are all about building relationships. Really important. And again, an area that we see is a big issue in farming because a lot of farmers haven't got the skills, the communication skills, the staff management skills, um, negotiation skills. And, and it's, not, it's not your fault if you're listening to this. It's just you haven't been taught these skills. And as a result, um, you, you may struggle when it comes to hiring great people and then keeping those people highly motivated. If you're going to hire people, you need the skills of um, keeping them highly motivated and inspired by your vision. And you need to be doing regular performance reviews with them, okay? So I'm, again, I'm giving you a very high picture here, and we're going to drill into it a little bit more after this. Um, and then on the left-hand brain, tiny detail. This is where we need risk management, project management, financial skills, and problem-solving skills. So again, risk management, project management, finance skills, problem-solving skills. This is more left brain, tiny detail. This is all the analysis side of things. So if we look at all of these four quadrants from big picture, right brain, tiny detail, left brain, um, I, I know that you need all of these skills to run a great business. And it's interesting because often as the sole owner in a business, we actually learn all these skills. I mean, if I was to look at this whole chart, um, I'm very right brain, but I have certainly had to learn the skills of planning, delegation, systemizing, execution. I would not, there's no way that I would say that I'm brilliant at those things. Actually, uh, that's a lie. I've, for whatever reason, I've become very good at planning. Um, and, I, and the reason I've become very good at planning is because I've just been around business owners for so long and, and I've just seen the impact of planning. So it's become um, probably through forcing myself to become good at the habit of planning. Uh, I, I, it's become second nature for me now. It's, 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 an, it's an ingrown habit. So it's, but, but I really love the right-hand brain, the strategy, the vision, the innovation, the inspiration. That, 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 that really is my sweet spot if I look at business. But if I look at um, things like project management, financial skills, problem-solving skills, again, that's left brain. It's not my sweet spot, but I've, cert, you know, I've certainly been able to learn a lot of skills in that area to run a, to run a business because I, I know I, I've needed to, okay? This is why I think learning to become a business owner is such a, a long journey. There's so many skills that you need to study and learn because there are because the, uh, it's just a fact that that running a business is is re- very challenging and it is a lot of skills that you need. And of course, 
the right hand brain, staff management, negotiation skills, communication skills. That's more the right brain, tiny detail. And again, I wouldn't even say that that's my forte. Um, but but again, by learning how to do it, um, you get through it. But I will say that I very much believe that you need this this particularly this right brain big picture I'm going to focus on today. And this this ability to set the vision for the company, the ability to set the strategy for where the business is going, um, the ability to inspire the team to align to that vision, and the ability to constantly innovate, which is constantly improved, constantly coming up with better ways to do things. And I'm going to um, talk about a guy that we recently interviewed, um, a guy who's a client of ours in Farmers Academy. His name's Cameron, Cameron England. I hope he doesn't mind me sharing his, his name here, but he's just a really inspirational farmer. And we were able to allow Cameron to share the vision for where he wants to take his farm. And Cameron's got a mission or a vision to become a top 5% sheep producer. Um, it's super clear. He's he's very clear on why he wants that. He's very committed to that particular goal. He's really got the whole team aligned to this is where we're going. It's very focused and it's very um, inspirational for team members and everyone else to, to hear from Cameron because he's got this vision. Um, uh if we if we were to look at Charlie Mort, he's, he's exactly the same. When we look at Morton Co, Charlie Mort is extremely clear on his vision. He's very clear on the ten year plan of where the company's going. He's very inspirational. He constantly thinks about that that particular vision. His 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 mind is always in it. He's always analyzing it like he would go to bed at night I would imagine sometimes thinking about it he'd wake up in the morning thinking about it he can't stop talking about it how do we become better how do we become bigger how do we become a more successful company and as a result the entire team are motivated by him they're very inspired by him he's a he's a very strong leader without even meaning to be I mean he would he would he would be a very modest guy he would argue against this he wouldn't even um he's very non-assuming a guy like charlie moore but he's just this natural leader because he's constantly in this big picture this imagination in this right brain um strategic thinking so if we were to break down and look at the traits that again i believe are required to be this this person the first thing is um i would say that the they're very big picture. It's it's not trapped in the day to day running order. You know, it's, the the brain is constantly thinking bigger, um, and and also th- this person's always thinking about this vision, always asking how do we get there. The, the question that they're asking on a daily daily basis is what can we do to be better? What can we do to achieve this goal? What can we do to obtain this goal? I mean, I've got a great mate that I um, used to be a flatmate of mine for about four years, a guy called Tom Woods. Many of you would know the Woods brothers from Gundawindi, um, huge company. And Tommy, who's the, really uh, one of the key decision makers within that, that organisation, just always has the vision, constantly asking the questions, what can we do to obtain this vision? That they're, they're very good at removing themselves out of the technical running of the business and the management even to, to have most of their energy 
focused on fulfilling that particular vision. In fact, it becomes a major dominant thought. Um, it's like they're, it's like a dog with a bone. They, they stick onto it and it's like they, they can't rest until they obtain that particular goal. It's very much, um, if you could imagine you've got a, a ship cruising along the ocean and it's a pirate ship and you've got the pirate out the front pointing towards the enemy saying, charge! They're constantly moving the ship forward. Um, and then if you like enrolling the crew or the rest of the ship, um, into order so so then the ship can steer towards that particular goal now again we're stepping into a little bit of left brain thinking here but of course you need to be a great delegator in order to be a visionary um, you need to respect that you've got the technical jobs the managerial jobs and then you've got the entrepreneurial jobs you need most of your time in the entrepreneurial space the entrepreneurial space is where all the money's made. It's where all the strategic thinking's done. It's where the, how do we make another $100,000 in the next year? How do we take this business from profiting $250,000 to a million dollars a year? How do we buy the neighbors out within the next three years, for example? How do I set this business up so it can run without me? These are the types of questions that a visionary is always asking. They're constantly challenging themselves um, to, to move forward. And they don't like being trapped in the day-to-day running of the business. They will do everything they possibly can to get out of the day-to-day running of the business. Now, I've been working with Morton Co. for oh, over two years now. And Morton Co. come together for two days every 90 days to set the to, to review the quarter and set the plan for the un- oncoming quarter. And um, I've now trained them to do this in-house, but for the first 18 months, I would facilitate these meetings and we would have a full day with Charlie Mort and his three key decision makers. So he's chief of finance, his head of operations, and the head of his livestock division, uh, meat and livestock di- division. And, and um, so, so we would all sit down and the, the idea of this particular day was to review the business. You know, are we still on track for our 10-year vision? Are we still on track for our three-year vision? How did we perform last quarter? What, what did we get caught up in that we shouldn't have, right? So, so we have a full day discussing and really just asking questions with an objective to finish that day with prioritizing exactly what needs to get done for the oncoming quarter. So that, that takes a whole day typically. And the following day, all the other management team, like another 20 to 25 odd um, managers from Wharton Co., all the feedlot managers come in, um, all the human resource people come in. So all the, all the office marketing people come in, sales people come in. And then there's a full day where they get aligned to that particular vision. But if you were to look at that particular day that we have um, where all the decisions are made, and, and again, this is one of the key um, traits of a, a visionary, is they're very, very fast at making decisions. I mean, Charlie Moore just makes the decision, and often these decisions are major decisions, or not major, I, I would say they're medium decisions. Like, for example, we can't hit this goal if we don't employ more people. So Charlie will just go, right, just employ. Let's just, let's just put two or three new people on in the next quarter. The decisions are made very quickly. Um, and he's very comfortable and confident with making the decisions because he's backing himself that the vision of the company is going to unravel, right? The, the, the visionary 
knows how to set the vision of the company and then believe in themselves that they can obtain this goal. They, they play to win. They don't get caught up analyzing whether the business can't get there or not. They've got no time for that. They've, they're so crystal clear on what they want and they're so clear on what decisions need to be made to get there that they just make these decisions and, and they're very, very focused on ensuring that the team, in the case of Charlie, he's very lucky because he can ensure that the team um, are able to make the implementation happen. So he'll make the decisions and then actually delegate the implementation of the whatever decisions were made. Now, he's in a luxury position to be able to do this because he's built up a very successful company. And in the early days, he would have had to have been very involved in the implementation as well. But he's now created that team around him so they can do the implementing and he can just stay in that strategic thinking, that visionary role that's necessary to to move the business forward. And by the way, that's how you scale up significantly when you're in that position because you, 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 you spent the time putting the systems in place, building the team, so you can then focus on scaling up. Now, in addition to that, I do really believe that a visionary is very, very good at implementing and following through. They're not just talkers. They, they, lead, they lead by um, implementing and executing their goals. And they're very, very focused on growth. They're very focused on increasing profitability, increasing scale, maximizing um, uh, if you like, the resources to you know, really getting the team so hummed in, so clear on where it's going and making the most of uh, getting that team absolutely clear on, on what needs to happen by when. And of course, these people are very strong at leaders. Visionaries are very good leaders. So they're constantly keeping the team focused on the future and the future is very exciting for the rest of the team. It's something that the whole team want to be part of. Like the team gets so motivated from coming to these quarterly sessions with um, with everyone else because they get to understand, they get to look at all the numbers in the business, they get to hear all the decisions that, if you like, Charlie and the executive team made the day before, and they get very motivated by it. They get to rehear the vision of the company, which is, I mean, they've got a huge vision for what they want to achieve over a 10-year period. And people want to be part of this, right? This is why a visionary um, creates so much excitement for where a, where a business is going that everyone else wants to be part of it. And of course, you can apply this to your farm. You know, many of you listening to this that, that are running smaller farms, I mean, you've got to remember all big businesses were once upon a time small companies. I mean, even Facebook, Google, these companies all started in a garage by inspirational people with a big vision and they've just grown into big companies so really um this is this is this is applicable to to you know if i was starting a brand new company tomorrow this is exactly what i would be doing and i know even even in running our team we've got a team of seven people at farm owners academy and i know uh, seven people, including all our coaches and support staff, and my you know, Greg, our co-founder, and my co-founder, and um, our whole team. And and I know, and I'm the visionary. I'm the person that's this, in the CEO role. 
And I know that in order for me to attract great people to come and work from us, I need to have a clear vision for where we want to go with Farm Owners Academy, which is the number one um, business education company in the world. That's that's our vision. We, we want to help as many farmers as possible globally um, learn how to run a great business um, to, to maximize the wealth, the profitability that, that you create to then maximize the, the wealth you create off farm so you can actually contribute more, more to your local communities um, and then eventually give back to the broader farming community. I mean, this is all aligned to our vision and something that we speak about all the time and we bring ourselves back and remind ourselves of that. And, and this is used to – the team get very motivated by this when, they, when we talk about these things and they raise the bar. They get really excited about it and they want to be part of it, right? And if you were to look at yourself, if you're running a company and ask yourself the question, you know, how, how motivating would it be for someone else to work for you, really? Now, interesting enough – in a lot of farming companies, often it can be even the wife of the farmer that's got these traits. So the farmer is very good at the, the left brain tiny detail, which is the implementation, the, the doing of the work, the technical skills. They're a great farmer and um, they may not want to be a strategist or, a, or an entrepreneur. You know, they're just happy being a farmer. They, you know, many, many of you may have signed up for this just to be the farmer, but often the wife comes into this and they they've got the, the they've got wow we can do more with this you know why don't we why don't we grow this company from a you know $150,000 a year profitable company Let, let's take it to a half a million dollar profitable company in order to do that we've got to focus more for example on cattle and we've got to be able to get our genetics right we've got to be able to create more efficiencies we've got to be able to get our buying right we've got to maybe learn to sell directly you know all these things that, that can be done to maximize the profitability. And then there might even be, you know what, let's have a crack at buying out our neighbors. And and um, so, so often this visionary could be the wife of the business. And that can be often the contribution that the wife put, puts into the, to the business. Of course, you've got to work very closely um, within this. And, and, and I mean, but, but, it, but it could be, it could be an opportunity for you to look at that. And last but not least, just to close off, um, and I think this is a is a very important one as well, and that's the the visionary does have high standards. They they want to push the status quo. They don't want to settle for being average. They get frustrated of average. A visionary knows that good's the enemy of great, and they keep the team aligned to high standards. I mean, I've, uh, well, I'll do a podcast on this another day as a separate one, but you know, our company standards, I can look at them right now, they're printed, they're stuck on, my, on our wall, and I keep the team aligned to this with the help of each other. We all keep each other accountable to this, actually. Um, so you know, our company standards are integrity. Uh, we'll never accept anyone onto our program that can't afford it. Accountability, you know, we'll be held, we keep each other accountable for all of our tasks, we're responsible for them. We, we take grit. We take ownership of our tasks. We follow through. We complete t- um, tasks. Uh, you know, we in- humanity. We interact with our customers in courteous, professional manner. Um, I won't go into all of them. Discipline. We create a working environment free from distractions. Dedication. Responsibility. All these standards that really need to come from me um, being the, 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 sh- the fish stinks from the head down. 
And so if I don't have high standards and if I am lazy or procrastinating or if I don't follow through, if I don't plan my week out, plan my day out, all these basic things that I think are necessary to run a world-class company, if I lack these things, um, then of course that trickles down through the whole organization. And I, you know, when the, when the captain of the ship stops rowing, the rest of the crew uh, will follow suit. So we'll pull up there. And again, I want you to uh, ask the question, who in your company takes on the responsibility of creating the vision? I really believe you need one. Uh, I believe it'll be very challenging to grow a business without one. Um, And if you'd like more help with this, then send us an email, support at farmownersacademy.com. We've got the most extraordinary program that we refer to as Take Control, um, which you can also learn more about farmownersacademy.com forward slash take control, which is all about helping you learn the skills of being a world-class business owner. Um, We've recently put 70 farmers through this program. You can check out our Google reviews just by typing in Farm Owners Academy and, and seeing what people have said about this program. But it's such a great program for you to get all your goals out of your head onto paper. It's a great program for you to get organized, to get focused, to raise the bar, to move from being, if you like, an amateur farmer to a professional farmer. So please reach out and, and um, ask more about that. We'd be very happy to have a chat to you about it if you want to see if it's a fit for you. We've got a great online, free online training that really dives into how to set up a world-class business. But um, we'll leave it there. Please share this if you think it would be valuable for other farmers. Thank you so much for listening, and, and we'll see you again soon. Bye now.